back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back to the block. East Strick, Nate Dog in the house. On the block with Strick and Nate. We are here four to six. We're in the second hour right now. We've been talking NFL football and kind of what's been going on. Talking about the big money that is in NFL ownership. And whew, my goodness. From two to seven billion is what you're looking at. From seven the- billion. My goodness. And the average is over four. So just 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 think if you would have got in the game about 20 years ago at $100 million, what your, what, your, what your return on that investment would have been right about now. But nonetheless, college football is right around the corner. And there's been a wave, a tsunami of changes that have happened over the past two years regarding college football and sports in general. So what ESPN did is they put out a survey of more than 200 coaches, players, and administrators. So this is internal now. This is not fans. This is not friends. This is not family. This is not, you know, the local store owner. This is the coaches, the players, and all those involved. And the questionnaire that was distributed this this offseason talks about big issues like realignment and uh, NIL and the transfer portal and just different things like that that have obviously affected the landscape of sports in college right now at this point. So some of the things that have come out, Nate, is 60% they say that college football should break away from the NCAA. That is something that we stop. We'll just stop right there on that right now. We'll just touch that. That is something we've talked about Mm -hmm. because right now with super conferences, as they're starting to kind of formulate right now, it looks like the NCAA has all bark, but no bite. They're basically a chihuahua me, 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 at your heels, but they ain't yeah. got no sting to it. Well, the problem with the NCAA is now that I think that we've seen how much money is in college sports, NIL has just elevated that to the next level. So is the transfer portal. What exactly does the NCAA do? Like that, I think that's the problem that the NCAA is running into is like college football – Everything in and of itself, like you don't need the, the NCAA for anything. Like, I, and I, I, I'm kind of surprised that this hasn't been more of a conversation. We've talked about it yet. Is outside of suspensions, like the NCAA doesn't really do anything. And I just, yeah. you're gonna obviously have to have a governing body. You're gonna have to have maybe like a president of of something like this if it does reach this point that you break away from the NCAA. But the NCAA doesn't have much ground to stand on now. They let it get away. They don't. They did. They let it get they, away. They've let it got out there. of control. Yeah. And there's the thing is too, once you, I, you'll like this trick. Once you pour the the toothpaste out of the tube, you can't get it back in. Yeah, yeah. You, once you let the dog now. off the leash, he's gone. He's, he's gone. running. Yeah, he's, he's gone. He's on a run. It's gone. And if you don't have him by the reins, he's out of there. And that and that that that's one of the things that's throwing me for the loop as well is that. The NCAA lost their leverage, and I just don't think they can get it back. I think the SEC has a lot of power. I think the Big Ten has a lot of power. And so much so that they can dictate 
how what's going to be the next level is it going to be a is a playoff expansion going to happen all of these things could be negotiated and it looks like the big money of the tv deals are starting to run through them and so the ncaa really doesn't have anything or a leg to stand on so are they going to really be relevant i think they're still needed though i think they're still needed for the other sports all the other sports I'd to agree. be able to, t- you know, right. just just to kind of have some some run on that, and and, and uh, obviously college football runs today. Um, you know, basketball mm, has some form of March Madness, kind of yeah, that kind of saves you there. Yeah. But but really, college football is really the the landscape on when decisions are being made upon right now. So we also have that eighty percent said of the of the survey that was put out. 80% said that NIL represents a black market pay for play system that is being 80% that the NIL is a pay for play. And so that's, let's stop there. So I, before the break came off, I, I posed to you this. I said, the NBA and the NFL have what they call now in their CBAs, rookie scale or rookie deals, rookie salaries or whatever the case may be right there's a tier on it based on where you come in at i think in some form or fashion if the in in if the ncaa even wants to engage and get involved if they have an opportunity to bring in the reins that's a way that you can do it because it will limit and it will put everybody on the same playing field so basically if you have some form of a scale so say you know you have a budget as to what you can offer in right everybody you know, if you have more money, you, maybe you go up to twenty million, right, or fifteen million, whatever mm-hmm. it is. In Telling NIL Major League money. Baseball, you have a decision on right. which you can make on who your top tier guys is, but the top tier of entry level guys can't go above a hundred thousand, one fifty. I don't know, but they put a scale that way. Your Illinois can get involved. Your Rutgers can get involved. Your your Northwesterns can get involved, and they're not going to lose to guys that haven't put it on the field, like your uh, uh, Spencer Rattlers, who ended up getting beat out, and but he's made so much. Your Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers you're not yeah. going to lose on those situations because at the end of the day, you've got a cap on it, and you've got to come in and prove yourself. How the the thing about that though is if you're going to do that, would it be kind of like the NFL? So obviously the number one overall pick can sign a higher contract. Would it be based off of rankings? So say Arch Manning, the number one recruit, he has the ability to get a higher NIL deal out of high school compared to the thirty sixth recruit. Yeah, I think you figure out a way. I think you figure out a way to dictate how that's going to happen. Is it by way of ranking? You know, it, it, maybe know that's the best be way. Do it, maybe right? that's the best way. I, but it's got to be something in which you can. You know, you can decide on where those tiers. Maybe it's the first five. You know, the first five get up to a certain amount in which right. you can go to. Right? Um, sometimes rankings are, are 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 based on certain amount of hype. Sometimes it's not even that you're that really good. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't pan out on a high. There's rank. a lot of that you don't know? pan out too, and I think that would be good too. The only other issue too that I that I could see that could possibly arise with something like that is when do you become eligible for your next, I guess, contract or whatever we want to call it. Because you have people like Caleb Williams that plays your true freshman year. Mm -hmm. Bryce Young falls into that category too. But then you have guys on Alabama that are five stars that wait until their junior year to play. So do you just have to get through your true freshman year? Do you have to get through a year on the field 
that's where I think that might be become a little bit of an issue too is yeah. these guys progress and get on the field at different times. And then the other thing that, that's crazy in this, and I guess we can kind of filter into the next one too, that says 60% said transfer portals created what amounts to free agency. Free agency becomes an issue too because Quinn Ewers is a perfect example. He gets the bag at Ohio State and dips immediately. Yeah. And now goes to Texas. So does he get two freshman year contracts? Right. That, See, that's what's crazy. And it, it's just it's just it's mess. stealing. It's highway robbery. It is. It is. It really is. And 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 they have not done a thing. So think about how sometimes think about how the coaches really have to be in the locker rooms. They have to basically minimize the friction that can happen in locker rooms because of the NIL. Because a guy comes in, like like real talk, if you came in on an NIL deal at $3 million, I'm a linebacker, I've been here, my tackles have gone up, I'm just now starting to hit, and you've got $3 million and I've barely capped in 150 or 250 I'm trying to blow your head off, which can be detrimental to the team when we get – you come across the middle, I'm trying to – Take your helmet off. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I'm thinking these types of frictions can can begin to happen. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, not that I'm aware of, but that's the type of stuff that can happen. You know, say the young the young uh, quarterback Nico that goes out to Tennessee. Uh, I think he's a 2023 kid, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. He goes out to Tennessee, and he's eight million dollars. They're talking. God, that that's insane. It's insane. Like that that is that is literally pay to play at that point. And I and I understand where they're coming from. This is I think what would be a good example of this and let me know what you think. It's a player like Stetson Bennett, who was a walk on, probably was not in any type of NIL discussion. He wins a national championship, throws for a thirty touchdowns, however it may be. It's Georgia. You're getting five stars out the wazoo. Each kid is probably getting one, two, three million dollars. You're the national champion. But you're the walk-on, so you didn't have these opportunities. Yeah. Does that create some type of conflict? I don't know, because I know if I was Stetson Bennett, I'd be somewhat spiteful. I was the quarterback. I was the starting quarterback for a national champion, and you have these 18-year-old kids right. coming in making eight million dollars. Right. It's like, what have you proven? What have, what you, have done? you done? Exactly, and that's the part that I think I have an issue with. I I, I understand this next one. At 70% of the coaches and the administrators said that the transfer portal is bad. I understand the I understand the contrast in that. Mm-hmm. 70% of the coaches and the administrators say it's bad. 31% of the of the because the players want to be able to come in and say, Oh, yeah, you sold me the dream. Oh, I can bounce. So I can understand that contrast. But I, I, I really understand it from a standpoint of the coaches as well. Because the coaches come in and they're filling out their boards. They're looking at what they have, what they have coming back, who they need to build up, mm-hmm. who they need to add. So in the recruiting game, it makes it kind of difficult to be able to solidify those foundational pieces, right? That you're really going to build off of. Right. And and because guys can just just look at the trouble it caused for Nebraska. Just because the mainstay of Nebraska coming into this year looked like it was going to be what? The defensive line. Right. Coming into this year, it looked like the defensive line was going to be solidified. It ended up being one of the weakest parts mm-hmm. until they were able to get in the transfer portal and deal with the issue. But then that's that's part of it. Looked like the receiver core was going to be okay, 
then it got topsy-turvy. Mickey then was able to get in there and make things happen and got, you know, some solid pieces in there. Same thing with the quarterback position. Adrian Martinez bounces. You're looking at Smothers. And I have no problem with Smothers, but you're, you're looking at him and saying, mm, can I get it done? Mm-hmm. You're, and we got so, the guy that led the Big 12 in touchdown passes. You Let's know go I mean? ahead and get that guy. So, so yeah. yeah, so I can understand the dynamic of it. I think that lots of coaches benefit of it. I think of those 70% of them, though, are a lot have to do – a lot of them have to do with the fact that it's similar to Pittsburgh. You're losing a Jordan at it. If I'm, you know if I'm Pat Narduzzi, I'm livid. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it, because the thing too is, is a school like Pittsburgh. They, I mean, they have the resources to some extent. You can't compete with USC. You can't. You can't, and you're never going to be able to. So if you're a school like that and you're Pat Narduzzi, I, I understand his frustration. Is what can you do? You already lost Mark Whipple, and that's just the reality of coaching and the right. coaching carousel. Someone's going to offer you more money. You're going to go to a bigger program. It is what it is. It's been happening for decades. I think that was ridiculous how frustrated he got over that, but I can see kind of his frustration. The Jordan Addison, we've never seen anything like this before. You have the best wide receiver in college football. You went to the Peach Bowl for crying out loud, right. and you're still giving him the NIL money, and you just can't compete. Can't keep him. You, you can't compete, and uh, it, it's it really is frustrating, and I understand why he's so upset. 402-464-5685, Sardar Hammond, text. I want to get to some of your guys' texts. Texas Jeremy says, leave college football alone, expand the playoffs, and then leave it be. It's fine to stay collegiate and not a minor league for the NFL. We don't need another USFL, XFL, and AFL. That's what college football would become. Honestly, Texas Jeremy, unfortunately, I I love college football. It is probably my favorite thing to watch in all of sports. I absolutely love it. it, it it's kind of becoming that point. It, it's basically a minor league for the NFL now. It is. It is. And it, is. It, it was before, but now that you have the transfer portal – and, and essentially salaries, it, yeah. it, it is. It's yeah. a minor league. So you're changing NFL. cultures. You're changing coaches and, yeah. and all types of stuff. You're bringing in – sometimes you may bring, bring in some cancer. And, and, and you have that brewing now in your locker room system. Unfortunately, it's one of the things that's part of the you know what college football is and what its future is to be. But we got to take a break right now. We'll come back, maybe tap into some of your uh, text line uh, questions and thoughts. But we're going to be right back to finish up this segment. Uh, if we can get to it, we did UCLA and USC. Are they feeling? <laughs> are they feeling the regret bug? We'll see when we get back right after this on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com on the block.